Hi guys, I'm Bree. And I'm Allie. This is Off Script. If you think about it, books are potential scripts for movies. When this adaptation happens, typically it's disappointing because they went off script. In this series, we will be talking about how off script they went. Hello. Hello, hello. Welcome to Off Script, a podcast. <laughs> I got thrown off for a second. <laughs> I was like, wait. <laughs> what is it? What is off script? Uh, you tell me. Where we compare books to their movies. I was about to say that, but you took it from me. I'm so sorry. It's okay. I'm really tired, so I can't Dude, like my same. thought process is out there. Uh-oh. <laughs> Don't do that. <sighs> I feel like 90% of our podcasts were like, we're so tired. Yeah, you know what that means. We're professionals. <laughs> I was going to say that means that we need to actually start sleeping yeah taking care of ourselves sleep is for the week (laughs) coffee's for (laughs) Allie realized that we didn't make any mention of the fact that we've now been doing this for a year a whole year yeah thanks for sticking with us two weeks ago was our yeah first ever episode to the day yeah two weeks ago yeah yeah wow crazy would you thunk no i know especially since technically we've been doing it for three years with the planning and everything Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah no i don't i don't think i thought we would do it this long Uh -uh. (laughs) no offense no i didn't think we would either i thought you're gonna hate reading so much and you're gonna be like nope done no more yeah, I thought we would fall so behind that we would end up just like releasing them once every four months. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought would be more accurate than yeah. You. But then it would be like, what's the point? And then we'd give up and just be done. Mm-hmm. But instead, look, I'm doing it again. Sorry. You are. Gosh. I'm just glad you're not a psychopath. It's only freaking nine o'clock at night. Yeah, but it's because I've. <sighs> so I left my job. You all know this. And I've been so excited to like get back to my night owlness, but I'm not quite there. My body still is waking me up at like 7:30 every morning. So I'll stay up until midnight or later and wake up at 7:30 every day. Yuck. Yeah, and my body just for some reason can't get past that 7:30 wake up yet and I'm trying. So, Ugh. last night I was up till 1:30 just cuz I try to go to bed by midnight because then I feel way better the next day. But <laughs> last night I was just like bored. So I just stayed up. <laughs> and then Brian, right, you could have slept. I know. But right when I was like, all right, it's time to sleep. I hear Tyler sobbing. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> and he comes and he's like, my throat hurts. I was like, oh, and sure enough, he starts coughing. It sounds like a freaking seal. It was like a bad cough. I was like, oh, great. And so him and I snuggled in bed and we watched Bluey together. And then I ended up passing out at like three. (laughs) He was still awake because I woke up because he was no longer in my room at 430 in the morning. (laughs) But then he came back in and we passed out. But then my alarm was still on from Riley's 9 a.m. T-ball game last week. (laughs) So we woke up at 730. So I'm running on like four or five hours of sleep. I feel it. I mean, I'm running on what, six? That's okay. 
we're it's too little for both of us yeah yeah <laughs> it's not nearly enough that's our picture for you we're very tired <laughs> great picture goodness that's exactly what you want to be listening to you guys right don't worry some people are funnier when they're tired maybe that's us find out <laughs> yeah i think i get slap happy but i don't think i'm at that point what? yet slap happy it's kind of like when you just like when you're so tired that everything is funny i've never heard it called that before oh really that's all i've ever called it oh learn something new <laughs> that's why you should listen to us again. <laughs> <laughs> okay so shall we start yes we're, we're doing practical magic today Mm-hmm. and it is season three episode two mm-hmm. yep, yep yep crazy season three i know okay <laughs> i don't think we're gonna ever get used to that <laughs> no oh man okay so we are following the owens sisters sally and jillian as they live their lives and they grow up in this town where they're shunned by everybody it's believed that the women in the owens house are responsible for every terrible thing that's ever been ever happens or like even if it's just a little inconvenient it's all their fault and the sisters grow up and they live their own lives, but they are faced with a curse which threatens to prevent them from ever finding everlasting love. Isn't the curse only in the movie? Sort of. It's not said in the book, but, but it's very relevant. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. why I kept that part Kay. in there. Okay. I feel it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Author Alice Hoffman. Mm -hmm. Director Griffin. Yep. Griffin. Dune screenplay writer it, re remember gone girl i think that's done oh that's right okay mm -hmm. sorry griffin okay <laughs> 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 oh no my brain is just going like three miles an hour right now okay <laughs> screenplay writer robin oh gosh swick swickard swickard S swickard swickard yeah, sure oh no <gasps> and akiva Akiva. What? I would say Akiva. I mean, that sounds better than Akiva. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Goldsman can read that one. Adam Brooks, I can read that one. <laughs> we had three screenplay writers for this one. Oh, wow. And the audio. You would think. Go for it. It would be better. <laughs> <laughs> like, match better? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The audiobook reader. Well, I almost think when there's more voices. Oh, it makes it more difficult because each one wants their own mm -hmm. take on it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Good point. And the audiobook reader was Christina Moore. And I mean, she read it like a book from the 90s. So. Makes <laughs> sense. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The book came out in 1995 and the movie October 16th, 1998. That's my niece's birthday. Nice. 98 too? No. <laughs> Didn't think so. <laughs> difference is three years this was such a perfect halloween movie for it the really 90s. was <laughs> like, that like, would have been such a fun one yeah that would have been a good one to go see in theaters that year mm -hmm. i would have seen it okay what did you do first i saw the movie first and i read the book first you let's see how we feel <laughs> <laughs> except for i suck and i tend to <laughs> blow it early <laughs> sometimes oh yeah let's see if you do with this one <laughs> i already did when oh i guess that's not true no you just said yeah you, it doesn't match you didn't say which one you liked better okay good well then i'm cutting this whole part out okay 
All right. End it with let's see if you do. Okay. (laughs) Let's. (laughs) Our initial thoughts. What do you think of the story? That's a hard one because they don't match very well. That's exactly what I was just going to say because I I like the story of the movie. Now I wish. <laughs> I don't know how to get around that. No, you don't. You can't. <laughs> There's no way to here. Um, well, I guess I'm leaving that whole conversation. Okay. Um, I wish the book was more fleshed out because the book felt like it had the potential to have a really good story, mm-hmm. but that it just kept jumping around. I didn't read the book as jumping around. I just I almost read it as dragging on. So oh, like okay. uh it would just be certain parts I didn't understand why they were talked about for so long. Yes. And then the like exciting meat of the story was the last half hour of the book. <laughs> Dude, for real. And it like it was the last half hour of the book and like I'm trying to figure out if we should talk about this here or there. Maybe we should wait. Okay. okay. Yep. Yeah. Nope, because I'm going to forget. I know myself too well. Every time I say, I'll talk about that when this comes up. I know. <laughs> I never talk about it. Because it felt, it had such this big workup to get to the climax, basically, or like. In the book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then it was like a paragraph of everything tying up together. And then we were on to the happily ever after. And I was like, hold on. It really was. You you really went and did all that just to like just to pour water on something and not even tell us about it. <laughs> oh my gosh. It was I, it was yeah. I will say though that because of that though, I think like a lot of my notes, I didn't take a whole heck of a lot of notes. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of things I could see being things that were in the book just not said in the book. Yeah. So I was like, okay, this kind of fleshes it out for me rather than it. Right. And the movie was just like, whereas... There are differences. There are major differences. The movie where it says, it's basically says there is a curse and that's why Mm -hmm. none of your relationships work. Mm -hmm. They never say that in the book, but But none of the relationships work. And it's kind of like Jillian even says like, oh, I'm so bad for them and like they can't stay with me they won't work out mm-hmm. so it's it felt like the curse was there it just wasn't so. yeah so i could say so yeah we didn't really answer our question how do we feel what are our thoughts on the story <laughs> like i said i wish the book story was more fleshed out okay yeah but i love the movie story okay i like yeah i mean i always love a good witch story mm-hmm. so Plus, I love Sandra Bullock and Nicole Kidman. Oh my gosh, they're so great. I love them as sisters for some reason. I'm like, I wish I, they would do that more. <laughs> I wish they really were sisters. Yeah. Can you guys be sisters for <laughs> real? Okay, why did we pick this book or movie and movie? Not or. And. <laughs> <laughs> so it's my birthday month. Yep. So I picked books that I was either super excited to tackle or like. Like when I found out that Practical Magic was a book, I was so over the moon excited to read this book. <sighs> <laughs> I, I was excited to rewatch the movie. 
this is her homeward bound you guys were yeah i the movie is right and the book is wrong so wrong <laughs> i felt i feel her on like on mm-hmm. a deep level i understand what you're mm-hmm. going through I, like <laughs> i was talking to Allie about it and i was like Allie, where are you at in the book and she was like oh i'm at this part where the something with the sally's kids mm-hmm. and i sat there and i was like what and like you kind of explained it more because you just assumed that you knew yeah that there were other parts in the movie maybe that had the kids more yeah. and you started saying like and jillian went and dyed her hair and i was like what in the actual hell <laughs> <laughs> and then i asked her i was like hey has 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 the sisters done a spell yet i'm like a spell they don't, <laughs> they don't do magic what are you talking about yeah. <laughs> so the whole time finished reading it i was waiting for them to do a spell <laughs> and they don't do a spell in the book at all i was like no oh well this will be an interesting movie yeah and it then was, she watched the movie and was like oh well they do a spell in the first like 15 minutes okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah so all right this was rough for me guys <laughs> <laughs> let's let's do this so i can be done <laughs> okay all right let's do some alley super fun okay according to sandra bullock in the commentary the scene where jillian and sally get drunk with the ants they they really got drunk so they were all wasted from some uh bad tequila nicole kidman brought that's amazing (laughs) that makes me want to watch the commentary i know it would be interesting huh yeah if sandra bullock's doing it heck yeah i wonder if nicole's doing it with her i don't know yeah, That'll I want to listen to it. Mm-hmm. I number, love it. Number two, an unexpected issue that director Griffin Dunn, there we go, encounter was the number of takes the lead actresses needed to clean each scene. So Sandra would do it in like two or three takes, like normal. Mm-hmm. But Nicole Kidman just worked for 18 months with. Oh some, my God. Some, I didn't even finish yet. <laughs> Sorry, I've read ahead. <laughs> some uh, Stanley Kubrick. And the eyes wide shut and you know naturally directors have different with some huh? you say stanley kubrick like he's not a director you should know um, i don't know him <laughs> very 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 famous well director. his thoughts are apparently do 70 or 80 takes for one scene why would mm-hmm. you want that mm-hmm. shoot i can't remember why he does that but like I know that's his thing. He he's the shiny. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, I should know him then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in 2001 a Space Odyssey, A Clockwork Orange, Eyes Wide Shut. That is a fantastic film. I oh. love that film. Mm. But could you imagine but going from the 70 to 80 takes to then 3? I'm being like, "No, no, just do it in 30. What are you doing?" Yeah. Why are you taking so long? <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't have hired you. <laughs> okay, Aiden Quinn's character number 3. Gary mm-hmm. has something called oh gosh okay heterochromia yeah okay Iridium. sure mm-hmm. where her, his eyes are two different colors right oh so that's a for real thing that's a for real thing and there are some celebrities that have it such as Kate Bosworth Mila Kunis and Jane Seymour oh There's wow just a few of them I, I didn't, didn't know that I didn't know Mila Kunis had she's the only one up there I know but I didn't know she had I wonder if she wears, she does have two eyes. (laughs) I wonder if she wears contacts. Maybe. Like a contact on one. Maybe. Or maybe it's just very, it's not like. Or maybe it's just a slight slight difference. difference. Maybe it's not like 
blue green like yeah. in the movie. But I just thought that was interesting. That's super cool. That's yeah. funny. Now I need to go watch Benny and June and see if I can see Aiden's eyes. <laughs> be like, instead of staring at Johnny Depp, I'm going to be staring at him. Oh, I don't know if his, him, Gary's oh. character oh, does. Oh, duh. <laughs> it seemed very 90s CGI when they it showed did. his I eyes. Know. That's why I was like, wow. No, I don't think he does. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I got confused. I'm tired. Remember that. <laughs> <laughs> all right so the number four this was set on an island in new england but it was filmed in the san juans in washington i know it was on the west coast due to weather and financial reasons as a small sa- small town scenes were filmed in coopville washington a victoria era seaside port town located in south side pen cove Whidbey island <gasps> we gotta go yeah i've always wanted to go to Whidbey island i've never been I've been obsessed with this movie forever and didn't even know. Right when I saw San Juan's, I was like, Washington? And then I kept reading and it was like, oh my gosh. I need to go. We need to go, right? <gasps> oh my gosh. We might have to do a it's small not that far. road trip. Yeah. I do know Whidbey Islands because there was a Harry Potter escape room that me and you tried to do on Whidbey Island. Oh, yeah. They're the ones with the super strict ferry schedule. Mm. So we have to plan it accordingly. Okay. But I want to go. That would be so fun. Oh, my gosh. I didn't know. Man. I know. That's why I had been in here for you. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> that made my day. Yeah. <laughs> I can go be where Practical Magic was filmed. Isn't that cool? Yes. Okay. So, number five. The cast said they felt supernatural elements in the house. Ooh. Yeah, and it started to affect them. Both the cast and crew claimed they heard supernatural noises while filming the coven scenes at the end of the film. Ooh. And another one that I took out was that the house was on, like, rented land so they built the house it wasn't like it was there they built the house and then took it down and so ooh, creepy i know creepy creepy (laughs) (laughs) got the chills yeah cool all right okay let's do this let's so the big the big oh gosh you guys (laughs) (sighs) ah deep breaths (laughs) the book kicks off with Sally and Jillian and they had to move and live with their aunts because their parents died and the whole town thinks the Owens family are weird and anything goes wrong it's their fault and Sally's the older one and she's quiet and Jillian's the one she usually stands up for herself and um, even though everyone's scared of the Owens when they need something they always come to the aunts especially for those love potions and the girls aren't supposed to watch because it can get pretty spooky. Mm-hmm. But they tend to watch most of them. The movie starts with a story that's going to happen later in the book. But then we see this. Okay. Mm-hmm. There was one girl who came and she was madly in love with this man. And the ants warned her that she can't turn back once the magic's done. She's like, oh, please, just please make him fall in love with me. And he finally did fall in love with it with her but (laughs) but he wouldn't leave his wife and so they did another spell 
And then a little while later, she came back and she was like, looks like a mess because Mm -hmm. he will not leave her alone for the life of her. Mm -hmm. And she sees the sisters in the garden. She starts yelling and screaming and swearing at them, telling the ants to come out and all this sort of stuff. Um, But then the ants put a spell on her and she never spoke again. So the girl who's so in love with a man does come Mm -hmm. to get a spell, but then we don't see anything after that. I know. I liked how this ties in at the end, though. I thought that was fun. Of the book. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? When? Like, yeah, I was like, did I miss that? <laughs> Gotta go rewatch it. <laughs> All right. So the girls grow up and they're in high school now. And jillian is now beautiful and all the boys want her they go from opposite of all the kids being like ew gross they're the witches to now oh my gosh every guy like takes a turn with her basically and she decided to elope at 20 and she had to sneak out and leave the aunt's house and she never came back because she hated that place and sally was super bummed because she missed her sister but eventually she bumped into a guy named michael at the hardware store and they fell deeply in love and they got married, had two kids, Antonio and Antonio, <laughs> Antonio, <laughs> Antonia and Kylie. And but they still lived with the ants. But life was starting to get better. Like everyone was starting to get happier and like life was going good. So I, the movie kind of does this. It's just that I, like I don't feel like they're in high school because now it's Sandra Bullock and Nicole Kidman. But mm-hmm. they do like make them dress a little bit younger. Than mm-hmm. what they end up doing when it's present day. Yeah. And so you see Jillian running away. They end up doing this weird blood pact thing. Mm-hmm. And then in the movie, there's this love curse that gets put on this family because of a previous witch. And basically what happens is when you find your true love, your true love dies. And so you'll hear this little beetle making a little crick, 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 crick noise all day until your significant other dies and so their mom heard this and then died of a broken heart whereas in the book they died of in a car crash together Mm -hmm. but because of this the girls don't want to fall in love well jillian doesn't think that she's gonna find true love and then sally just doesn't want to end up dying of a broken heart like her mom did so the ants see this and realize it and they're like oh well, she's never going to have fun with her life if she doesn't actually like open herself up to love. So maybe we should give her a little push in the right direction. And so then they put a little spell on her and Michael because her and Michael like pass each other in the street and they make a little like prolonged eye contact, but neither of them say anything. And so they're like, okay, we're doing it. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised you skipped your favorite part of the movie. We haven't oh talked my about God. It. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I didn't make a note of it. <laughs> How could you not? I know. Goodness. <laughs> that was when the girls were kids. I know. I just realized that. I was like, wait a second. <laughs> like, hold on. My whole, the whole reason why I love this movie is because when Sally's a kid, she so badly doesn't want to fall in love that she casts a spell for the perfect man to enter her life. But she gives him the like most impossible traits for a man to have. She's basically making the perfect man with this spell. And she's like, he'll have one green and one blue eye and he'll be able to ride a horse backwards and all these other traits of a man that she knows. She's like, 
I've got fate. I can't fall in love. Yep. Remember that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. All right. So I was back to the book. It was everything Sally ever wanted. She's now with uh, Michael and she has her two girls and she (laughs) (laughs) messages Jillian all the time about it saying oh my gosh this is great and Jillian writes back saying oh my gosh my life is great I'm like with like a bunch of different guys (laughs) (laughs) and all of a sudden the ants begin as we read just said hearing this death beetle and Sally didn't believe them she's like that's not true like stop it leave me leave us alone we're fine but then she did hear it and she starts believing and she's begging for his life she basically became one of the women in uh that they wanted to avoid being when they were kids but unfortunately because it's a death omen the ants like we can't do anything about it like there's no saving him and sure enough he died by a drunk drive drunk teens smashing into him Mm -hmm. and then sally just like gave up on life and didn't talk for a whole year made me feel better about my parenting yeah, <laughs> she didn't even talk to her kids for no year. she actually yeah she, when she was begging for his life she offered to give her kids up for them <laughs> yeah. i was like oh my word gosh <laughs> like okay pat on my back good mama <laughs> at least she didn't do that in the movie yes no she did not um in the movie sally and jillian do write back and forth to each other sally's the one who starts here in the death beetle and she starts like tearing her house apart because she's trying to get to to kill it before it kills her husband. Mm-hmm. But of course, she doesn't get to it. I did like in the movie they faked me out into thinking that he was gonna die by a bunch of bicycles running. Yeah, over. that was kind of cool. Yeah, I was like, how would bicycles kill him? I know. And then he was fine, and I was like, oh, they got me. <laughs> but it wasn't a drunk driver; it was just a truck. Yeah, yeah. In the movie, Sally she doesn't go into not speaking for a year, but she does turn into the woman or the women that would come to her aunts. She's crying and telling them you have to bring him back. I know you can. And they're like, we can't bring him back because when he gets brought back, it's not going to be him. It's going to be something evil. And she's like, I don't care. I don't care. I want him back. This is not the second movie that has proven pet cemetery (laughs) style that, what's dead is dead yeah leave it (laughs) don't bring it back (laughs) Um, and then then she just sits there and cries and then she does end up like staying in bed all the time but her kids come in and check on her and she talks to them and has sweet little moments with them Mm -hmm. so slowly sally's becoming herself again but what really did it was a kid pushed antonio down in the park and that made sally just antonio again Dang, yeah, but poor Antonia. <laughs> Antonia. Down in the park. <laughs> and that made Sally snap out of it and start talking again. She That's when she's like, we got to get out of here. Uh, so they move and to start a new life. And they would visit the ants every August. Um, and she knows that's the only time that her daughters really got along. They were not very good sisters. <laughs> no, they were not. <laughs> In the movie, they never leave the ants' house. They always stay with the ants. Mm-hmm. And what got her to come back is Sally. Or Sally Jillian ends up <laughs> coming back. Yeah, 
to have like a night with her sister to get her sister snapped out of it. Also, this is when we hear about Jimmy for the first time. Or no, not the first time, because that's who she marries. No. It was in their letters writing back and forth that we heard about him. Yep. So then the weirdest thing is, is they changed Jimmy's last name. I've had a fun fact that I didn't put in there. Why? They changed it after casting so that they could cast. Oh, the Bulgarian? Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's the only reason they changed it. I was wondering. I was like, I bet you they liked this guy and wanted him. Yeah. But couldn't name him. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Makes sense. So then she comes and she's talking to her sister. And Sally then tells that she and Michael had planned to open a store and all this stuff. And then they open a store selling soaps and yes. shampoos. What's weird is when she was talking about it for some reason, because she was talking about getting the cow's milk or whatever, mm-hmm. which I then realized after I realized it was for soaps and stuff, it was to make it creamy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My head went to, they were opening a bakery. <laughs> <laughs> so then I was like, the hell she got so depressed. She decided to not do a bakery and to do soaps and hair. <laughs> <laughs> well, I found this part the most interesting. Well, I guess it's because they didn't leave the town. Uh, because in the book, Sally is now the go-to mom. Mm-hmm. Like she is the one that everyone's like, oh my gosh, Sally, you're the head of the, you know, calling tree for miss, like if there's snow days and like, you're just like the one that we all look up to type of thing. Like the best, the mom of the town. And she worked at the school and her girls are now teenagers and Kylie is the quiet one. And Antonia, uh, she's kind of mean. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, Jillian shows up. So in the movie, this does not happen. (laughs) The phone tree thing does happen. Later. Yeah, later. But she wants to be on it. She's like never been on it. No one wants her on it. I was going to talk about it later. (laughs) All right. Sorry. I got excited. I just was like sitting there like, but why? (laughs) But it's because they never left the town. Yeah, they never left the town. So they're all still technically witches but it did i guess we'll just talk about it here Um, (laughs) it's one of my favorite scenes because this is when jillian has come back after a bigger difference (laughs) that we'll talk about soon and so they like how the school does it is every week they change the phone tree and so they go to this meeting and they talk about who's going to be the top of the phone tree and like everyone's positions after that. They're at the store when they're talking about this and Sally has let Jillian get a job there and she leaves the store. So the coworkers are telling her like, oh, she never gets to be on the phone tree. And so she's like, hmm. And then she like walks into the school classroom, basically starts stirring up trouble because everyone doesn't like her because mm-hmm. <laughs> she's the gorgeous one and like obviously the witch of the town too. Mm-hmm. And she casts a spell and makes it so that Sally is now the head of the, tr- the tree. Mm-hmm. So I also love because one of the moms like makes her mad. And so like something happens with her tooth and Sally looks at her and is like, you didn't. She's like, no, no, that wasn't me. That had to be you. <laughs> She's like, no, that wasn't me. And then like they get to the phone tree part. And then afterwards, Jillian looks and goes, now that was me. <laughs> yeah, it was cute. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, Jillian's now there like it's in the middle of the night and she's says that her dead husband is in her car and she accidentally poisoned him and Sally's like what what is happening <laughs> because apparently Jimmy used to beat the crap out of her 
when he got super drunk. So she started giving him nightshade and it would knock him out before he could start drinking. And um, but apparently it built up in the system and he died. Sally agreed to help, but she was not happy about it. They decided to bury him under the lilac flowers in her garden. I thought it was really funny that I picked a book that like the lilacs played a huge part and lilac is my favorite flower. I know. <laughs> At first, like, because I kept forgetting that you hadn't read the book. Yeah. I was like, oh, I wonder if this is one of the reasons she likes them. Well, no, it wasn't that I didn't. It was that I assumed oh, they were in they the were movie. They were in the movie. But they were not. They yeah. No. were roses. <laughs> <laughs> no. So I, like, I kept reading. I was like, wow, lilacs get brought up all the time in this. Yeah. <laughs> uh. But so now the lilacs grow super fast and they're so beautiful and they smell amazing and people yes, come do. all over the town just to smell them. And then they'd start crying because they have all these emotions. Like they seem like pretty cursed flowers right now. And weird things keep happening. Like Jillian's bruises don't go away and Sally's dirt under her fingernails from burying Jimmy won't go away. And it's just very odd. Hmm. wonder why. I don't know. <laughs> um so here comes all the big differences yes uh like we've said everyone cast magic in this movie yes <laughs> and so before this scene the girls the sally's kids are getting picked on and made fun of in the town kind of like sally and jillian used to mm -hmm. and <laughs> kylie the quiet one in the book casts a spell on one of the kids to yes. get chicken pox <laughs> and she's also the older one in the yeah, movie yeah mm -hmm. when she's supposed to be the younger one mm -hmm. so then the whole Jillian thing happens because first off Sally writes her a letter a long heartfelt letter but then after she mails it she like gets this her spider senses are tingling and she runs to the phone because the phone has started to ring and she knows right away it's Jillian. And like the answer going to answer the phone. She's like, no, I got it. It's Jillian. And she answers and it's like, what's wrong? And Jillian's like, I need you to come pick me up. Something's not right. And so, or I'm not okay. Something like that. So then Sally goes to pick her up at this motel and she's hiding in a corner and she's got a bruise on her face because Jimmy beat her mm -hmm. and so they go to leave but then because it's a blood moon i did like that they kept all the moon references that yeah. happened in the book and they got them at the right times too because yep. like the night before this whole thing with jillian happened there was a ring around the moon which means that something bad's on its way but it's not quite here and then the blood moon came the night with jillian and jimmy which means murder is on the way or something horrible is on the way. Uh -huh. So Jillian freaked out, wanted her tiger's eye, didn't have it on her. So then she ran to Jimmy's car to find her necklace so that she could put it on and it would protect her against the blood moon. But then Jimmy's in the back of the car. So then he kidnaps her and he kidnaps Sally, essentially. He's making Sally drive them and he's got uh, Jillian at gunpoint. And then they're in the car and Jimmy goes to brand Jillian as they're driving. But Sally like punches him, gets him to stop because she's like, no, not on my sister. Jillian casts a little spell and tells her there's nightshade in my bag. So then Sally's like, okay, I know what to do. So she then 
in a moment of stress, she tells Jimmy that she needs the bottle of booze. And she takes a swig and then she pours nightshade in it. And then she gives it back to him. And then he drinks some. Takes him a little while. But then he passes out and dies. I know. I thought it was so funny, mm-hmm. though, that uh, they pulled over so he could go use the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Why didn't they just, like, drive off? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about that. <laughs> that was stupid. That would have been the smartest thing to I do. Know. He would have died right there. They wouldn't have had to deal with the ghosts. Yeah. That's because the movie would be over. Right that's, there. that's exactly why. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Also, I guess I should mention that how Jillian got to go and get to Sally was because she had been giving him nightshade and stuff so Mm -hmm. that she could sneak out. Yeah. So then they're freaking out and they're trying to figure out what to do. And Sally, of course, wants to get the ants involved. And Jillian's like, no, we can't. So then they are like, oh, you know what we're going to do? We're going to bring them back because that's the way to do it. So they then cast a spell to bring him back. And then he comes back and goes straight back to trying to kill Jillian. <laughs> what? <laughs> Shock. You just killed him. <laughs> what do you think? So they try and kill him again. I, I, I was like, what? Why? Right? <laughs> uh, so then Sally grabs a frying pan and hits him over the head. They're like, okay, how are we taking care of this now? <laughs> like, obviously him being alive is not going to work. So then they bury him under the rose bushes. (laughs) Stupid should have been lilacs. (laughs) So another difference is the girl, the Kylie and Antonia are kids in the movie movie, and now they're teenagers. Mm -hmm. So it's Kylie's 13th birthday Mm -hmm. and Jillian's like, she's like, oh, you know what? If I had a kid, I want her to be like Kylie. So she's taking a liking to her and she decides to give her a full makeover. Which basically means like she slutted her up. Mm-hmm. And Sally, Antonia, and Gideon, who is Kylie's best friend, are waiting at the pizza place to celebrate, you know, happy birthday. And then this guy, Ben Fry, comes in. He's like a biology teacher, I think he was. Mm-hmm. He, Antonia had the hots for her. Yes, she had the hots for her teacher. And so. Been there, girl. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Mr. Nelson. Oh, that's right. <laughs> you had you loved him so much i literally went into a class the next year just so i could be I did, I did. oh gosh i did all of his little like after school activities that he i remember do. that oh no uh, okay so then <laughs> kylie comes in with jillian and there's this huge blow up because sally's pissed she's like you didn't even ask me if kylie could have a makeover and you just did it and it's all inappropriate because she bleached her hair too yeah kind of a big deal Mm -hmm. and kylie and gideon fight because he's like i liked you before like what are you now Mm -hmm. and they all go home which is funny too because now gideon kind of has a crush on her so i think he didn't have the crush before but now he's realizing oh i think i did have a crush but like the hell you're not my tomboy girl you don't think he liked her before no, I think they were just like best friends. I know. I thought they were best friends with that hint of each other likes each other, but they don't want to cross the line type of thing. How it was written when she walked in and he was like, whoa, what are these feelings? Oh, I don't know. I guess I didn't read into that. Mm-hmm. Okay. But anyway, so they all go home 
Except Julian's. You just always root for the best friends. I do. I love the best friends. (laughs) And so Julian stays and she's crying. But then Ben immediately sees her and is like, I need to ask this woman to marry me right now. (laughs) That drove me crazy in the book. Mm -hmm. There was never like a buildup of feelings. It was immediate. I need to marry this person. Mm -hmm. I just didn't like it. Anyways. I, I think that was a spell. I think that was magic. And I think yeah. that's why Jillian was afraid to continue with him. But then she was like, but my feelings are real. Yeah. And I do think in the end he did have real feelings for her too. But I do think that was witchy. Yeah, I think she was just witchy with that. And that's why all the guys liked her and all mm-hmm. that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then Kylie gets home. But she sees this guy standing in the garden. Like, mm, weird. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wonder what she is. <laughs> None of that happens in the movie. Okay. There is no Ben. There nope. is no Gideon. Nope. There is no makeover because the kids are kids. Yep. But Kylie does see the man standing in the garden. Yes. And then that freaks out. The sis does. Yes. Things keep going missing in the house. Uh, Jillian's fallen for Ben, but she knows she can't because loving her is just a horrible idea. And, Ben is trying to do everything to please accept me. Please love me. Mm-hmm. And Antonia is upset because she loves Ben and she's complaining about this to a co- uh, someone at work. I think mm-hmm. he was just a customer, right? No, but he was, was like, oh, she he worked, was a delivery guy. Yeah, she yeah. worked at like a fast food restaurant. And so the food that got brought into the store, he was the one that would bring the food from like other grocery stores. Yes. She worked at an ice cream shop. Yes. Yes. And so, but it was also one of her old schoolmates. I think he was like a year or two ahead of her. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, he's kind of cute. So a little thing starts with them. I guess there, the, they didn't jump in at it. There, yeah. there was my build up, those two. Yeah. At least. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't happen in the movie. Okay. Kylie keeps uh, seeing this guy under the lilacs. He's super gross. He has like frogs coming out of his mouth and bugs. He's just gross. And Jillian's paychecks are getting torn up. Sally's earrings are going missing and they confront each other. And Kylie comes down. She's like, you need to stop fighting. The man likes it when you fight. And they're like shocked into silence. And they're like, who are you talking about? And she's like, the man under the lilacs. And they immediately go out there and start cutting down all the lilacs. This doesn't technically happen, but I'm going to jump in and start saying some stuff about the movie. Because in the movie, the sisters have been stressed about basically what they did with jimmy but then jillian wakes sally up in the middle of the night and sally's pissed because she's like why are you waking me up and then she's like listen do you hear it and the answer downstairs and then they look at each other and they go midnight margaritas and then they all run down and they all just start drinking together so much and then they have basically a night where they end up it's almost like they end up getting their feelings out Uh uh-huh but then it's also kind of because Jimmy's haunting them. Jimmy's yeah. kind of making them angry at each other and saying mean things to each other. So then the ants kind of get this feeling like, oh, something's wrong. Something's not right here. So then this whole, what? Oh, the bottle that they were drinking, Jillian and Sally look at it and they're like, wait, where did you get this? And they're like, oh, someone left that on the doorstep. So we started to drink it. And then they realize that That's it's sketch for stuff. I know. Why are they? It was like half gone. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it was half gone because that's how much they had drank that night. I think it was a full bottle. 
Oh. Yeah. Okay, yeah. my thoughts was it was the one they laced with nightshade, and I was like, yeah. how are they not dead? No, no. The only reason they were freaked out was because it was the same exact tequila uh, that Jimmy drank. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Caught up now. <laughs> uh, so then Jillian takes it and throws it into the sink. So then the ants are like, okay, something's fishy. So then they kind of like, the sisters talk to each other, but they don't totally like tell the ants what's going on so then the ants are like screw this these girls need to fix this problem themselves like they're gonna try to rely on us to fix this and no but they leave the sally's girls with a little bit of protection so that if things go wrong they're at least protected and then they leave so that sally and jillian have to figure their shit out themselves so then the next morning sally's pissed and she goes and she's cutting up the rose bushes that's when Gary walks in. I'll let you go. <laughs> okay. So now we get some background on Maria Owens, who was the gr- grandmother, great-grandmother, something like that. Great-grandma. Okay. And um, how this whole town was scared of her, too. She went and she knocked on her lover's door. He was a f- couple towns over, and uh, he would she wouldn't leave because she was pregnant with his kid. But he sends his wife to the door to tell her to go away. So she decided there she never wanted to fall in love again. And now all of a sudden her portrait is in Sally's house. Like, mm-hmm. And that was like, what? First the, off, why? The aunt sent it to Kylie for her birthday. Oh, okay. I missed that. Because I was like, it was so random and then it's never brought up again. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just, I think it was protection. Okay. I think having her watching over Kylie helps keep Jimmy away. Got it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Especially since Jillian was in the room, too. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this is the story at the beginning of the movie. Yes. Thank you. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I was trying to figure that out. That's so okay. This is the story at the beginning of the movie, but instead, Maria is about to get hanged because she's a witch, but then because she's a witch, she doesn't get hanged. I always so- thought that was so funny. <laughs> I'm like, like, wouldn't that not? kill it like everybody was like burn the witches yeah but wouldn't they do magic and not get burned you would think <laughs> <laughs> kind of like this movie shows. yes <laughs> uh but then she has a baby and she assumes that her lover is going to come and be daddy to it but then he doesn't and so then that's the curse <laughs> yes she sets a curse on her whole family to never be able to fall in love mm-hmm. or be able to keep love mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> how like sad do you have to be to be like i'm gonna curse my whole family because i'm I sad i hate you all <laughs> oh gosh uh, so jillian decided you know what i'm gonna go get with ben and but we're only gonna take it slow but right when they saw each other man they just went at it and i been- realize now why you say this this happens after they had been seeing each other for months they're only the book is from like june to august i think it's a few years because how she wrote it i didn't read it like this like this quick you think jimmy was haunting them for a few years yeah at least a year because they had been going out for a little bit and the day that they had sex jillian was going to break it off but then when she got there he didn't want to break it off obviously and he started kissing her. And then she's like, well, giving in. Oh, I didn't see it like that. Okay. Okay. That's <laughs> what happened, I guess. 
on the other someone episode. didn't listen i didn't i didn't it didn't sound like a year to me because i'm telling you this book okay guys so i told Allie this the other day this book felt like is written as one long run-on sentence and it was really hard because it was all exposition as well it wasn't it was all description it was never there was dialogue but it was rarely dialogue most of the dialogue was like Jillian thought about telling him this and then when she did he said this and he didn't like that and this happened like this and so I think because of that you read it rushed maybe that's what it is mm-hmm. okay because yeah it was literally I swear one sentence would have like six different things in it about six different characters <laughs> and I was like what the hell am I reading Oh gosh! Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that doesn't happen because Ben's not in the yeah movie. in the movie. So now we get to Kylie, and she's been missing Gideon a lot. So she decides to make him a cake, and while she's making him the cake, a frog comes in and it spits up a ring, and she didn't think much of it. And then she went to take Gideon the cake, but she was chased by these guys who were trying to rape her, and she luckily got out to Antonia's uh, work fast enough, and now like they bonded over this and they're super tight Mm -hmm. so this doesn't happen because gideon isn't there and kylie is too young but now that gary is in town and he is the private investigator on the mysterious disappearance of jimmy and he got led to this house for some reason he's now there talking to them oh wait the frog thing happens the second time he comes mm-hmm. anyways he's there investigating and i really loved because sally ran to go get jillian and tell her to come down to talk to the cop and jillian in the movie just starts to try and flirt with him and he just wants nothing to do with her <laughs> <laughs> she's like what um and i'll talk about that scene when we get to that part in the moo or in the book but the ring thing happens with the frog just the second time that gary comes okay so jillian and sally notice that these girls are acting different but they don't know why and jillian's like maybe it's because they're growing up and that depresses sally like she spends three days in bed not talking to anyone again i'm like okay girl get your life, life happens yes <laughs> let them grow up yeah that's what you want for them yes and so the girls freak out and but jillian takes sally out to watch the stars and things get better and i think this is kind of the tie-in to when she first came to the ants after michael yeah mm-hmm. yeah because that doesn't really happen nope in the movie uh-uh. okay and now gideon comes over and him and kylie make up and they play chess together which was their thing and they're all getting ready to leave for the aunt's house in August. And uh, they don't go to the aunt's house in the book because they're already there. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we started separating and redoing movie and read books. And we don't have to keep saying it. And like, we won't screw up. <laughs> that was fantastic. Um, yeah. Okay. You can continue. Okay. So now we learn this background on this character named characters named Sonny and gary and their grandfather and grandson and they've been struck by lightning a couple times apparently and Sonny ended up ended up dying he 
old grandpa. And Gary now works for the police to figure, or private investigator, whatever he does, to figure out the case of Jimmy, as Bree has well, said. He's a cop in the book, but private investigator in the movie. Okay, there we go. Mm-hmm. And so apparently Jimmy's been selling drugs and they've been killing people. And so he just needs to find who, find out where Jimmy is. And so he gets a letter at Jimmy's old residence and it was already opened. So he decided to read it and it was Sally's letter. And the moment he read it, he fell in love with Sally head over heels. Mm-hmm. And he knew he had to go all the way to wherever they are, Massachusetts, to find her. Mm-hmm and yeah so in the movie that you don't find out about sunny but you find out about gary and he does have sally's letter and he does show sally that right when he's going to investigate her the first time and it's like look at this this is how i found you because she asks like hey how did you find us yeah i'll start talking about the rest of the movie when we get to this part okay so Gary came and asked all these questions and Sally's freaking out. So she goes up and she's like, Jillian, please come down. She's like, it's going to be easy. You just have to lie. And they go downstairs and Jillian has all these lies set up and Sally's having had such a hard time and she keeps almost like spilling the beans. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were almost out of it. Like Gary was about to leave, even though he didn't believe them at all, but he was about to leave and he finds Jimmy's ring and they keep lying, but he's like, ends up leaving because he's like, they're not going to tell me the truth. And Sally couldn't take it anymore. She's like, I have to go and tell him the truth. And Jillian tried to tell her no, but she left anyways. And then they were going to have a dinner that night for a goodbye. So all the guys were coming over and Jillian had to now host it and then left. They all left, but. The girls noticed that there were big thorn bushes coming where the lilacs used to be, and a giant storm was coming, and Jimmy's boots are now showing, and oh, <laughs> bad, bad news. <laughs> oh, no. <sighs> the boot showing happened earlier yeah. in the movie, and I think that was just a nice little nod to the book. I think so. So in the movie, after... Oh, wait, no. So he does start asking questions, and Sally's like, Sally runs upstairs to get Jillian. And so Jillian comes down, starts flirting with Gary, but Gary doesn't want anything of it. And then he asks about Gary's car that they have out front. And he asks Sally, but then Jillian kind of interjects and tries to answer. But then Sally, because when she went to get Jillian, she also was like, I feel like I can't lie to him. And I really like that they put that in because that was a sweet little nod to the book too. Yeah, because she's so obsessed and in love with him. But she doesn't she, know yet. Yeah, but that's why she can't lie in the yeah, book too. Because it's little does she know, but this is her guy that she cast for as well. In the movie. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so <laughs> one of my favorite scenes in this movie is when she starts talking to him about the car. She's like, well, she and I had to pick her and then yeah. we did. And then the car and then, uh, you know, <laughs> she like can't get a single <laughs> sentence out. And she keeps just like running on and on about things. And, uh, and Jillian's like, what are you doing? <laughs> and, then, and then she goes, I don't know. Yes. <laughs> Uh, and then she does end up going to his place to talk to him and tell him like, oh wait, no, this happens later. 
because now what happens is he leaves and he goes and he starts investigating the town and the town's telling him all about how the sisters are witches and how every Halloween they jump off the roof of their house to go fly and um, basically everything that they think about the sisters. And he's like, what in the heck? This town is weird. <laughs> that Coopville, Washington. <laughs> but, but he's right. <laughs> uh, so then... Um, he goes into Sally's store and he's talking to some of the people there about Sally and then he ends up buying some of her products. So then she like storms out of the store after him and is like, are you just following me now? Or like, am I a suspect basically, but not saying it. And he's like, no, I'm just trying to get some information and I did want to talk to you some more. And then he basically kind of asks her on a date ish kind of not really a date to talk more about what's going on so the next day he's gonna come over for breakfast with her and the girls and jillian and jillian finds this out and is like we're making a spell to get him to go away and she gets the girls to help her with it but doesn't tell sally because sally does not like magic and does not want to use magic so then gary comes over and he is talking with sally basically being cute basically being her knight in shining armor and after the girls have been helping well i think the little girl antonia comes out to help sally make pancakes Mm -hmm. and then she starts screwing up and then gary's like well have you seen a saguaro cactus you're about to and then he starts helping her with pancakes and he can flip pancakes really cool Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and like each of the things that he can do right now are things that Sally said in the spell at the beginning of the movie. And so the little girl gets all excited and then she goes and gets her sister who's still helping Jillian is like, you gotta come and see this. So they start falling in love with Gary because he's this cool dude who's like spending time with them, hanging out with them, seems to be good for their mom. And then like they sit down to, have breakfast and they're asking him can you ride a horse backwards because they had found oh i forgot about that yes yes oh i forgot about that (laughs) that's why i love this movie (laughs) so the girls the little girls found the spell so they're like oh this is the guy that mommy's gonna fall in love with because they found out it wasn't their dad Mm -hmm. so but they were like okay and then they find out that gary's doing all these things Mm -hmm. so then when Jillian comes to pour the syrup that has the stuff to make him go away, the girls steal the syrup and run and toss it into the water. Mm-hmm. And they're like, what in the heck is going on? <laughs> Sally's like, I guess they didn't want the syrup. <laughs> <laughs> and then as they're sitting there, this is when the frog spits up the rain. So then Gary gets all pissed and it's like, you, what the hell have you guys been lying to me? Like, Obviously, you both are suspects now. Uh-huh. Don't think about leaving the town. Yep. And then he storms off. So then this is when Sally then is like, okay, I need to go spill the beans. So then she goes to his hotel room to confess everything to him. And this is when she realizes that he has one green and one blue eye. And she's like, oh, wait. <laughs> and basically, she does tell him that she is the one that killed jimmy but then they start kissing and then she's like no this isn't right this isn't right and then they start making out some more and then i can't remember what freaked her out just the fact that she's a widow and she's kissing a guy and she's not 
I thought, didn't that, he say something right before it? I don't know. That was what freaked her out in the book. So maybe that's all I'm, why I'm thinking of it. Yeah. I think he said something that made her like, no, no, I can't. I can't. Oh, I don't know. I don't remember. So then she leaves. And then she's contemplating everything because she realizes that this is probably the guy that she cast a spell for. But he's a cop who's investigating her as a murder. Yes. <laughs> and then she gets her spidey senses again. And she hears her girls calling for her and Jillian saying, I need you. And she comes running. And I guess I'm telling the rest of the movie. You are. That's okay. You were on a roll. Should I stop? I don't know. You're on a roll. Okay. So she comes running. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, this is where it starts to really differentiate. That's the problem. So she comes running and Jillian is possessed by Jimmy's demon, basically. And so she comes. I was like, oh, no. But then up comes Gary running behind her, too. Yep. (laughs) To save the day. (laughs) And so he like he has his gun out like he's going to shoot him. And he Jimmy goes to kill Gary. He like puts his hand in his chest and grabs his heart. And then, oh yeah, Gary's badge stops him. Mm -hmm. Oh, because right before this, actually, that's what freaked her out, I think. She said to him, basically, how are we going to know? Oh, yeah. It's a spell that, or you truly love me or whatever. Yeah. Because like at this point, Gary knows that she's a witch and like very freely talks with her about her witchiness. And so she's like, I actually cast a spell for you to be in my life. And now here we are. How are we going to know if it's love or a spell? And or like, how am I going to know that you're here for me and not because of a spell? And how are you going to know that I'm here for you and not because I'm wanted for murder? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and... So then they have this really sad, like, kind of breakup because then Gary walks away and says, you know, I wished for you to be in my life, too. And then he walks away. You know, I was like, oh, sweet Gary. <laughs> um, But basically, because he said that he didn't believe in curses in that part, too. And Sally pulled his badge out and was like, this only has power because you give it power. He was like, yeah, well, a curse only has power if you give it power. Uh-huh. And then I thought it was sweet because the badge is what stops Jimmy from killing him. Yep. Okay, I'll let you go now because now I've lost my role. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so back to the book. Sally's waiting for Gary at his hotel. And she tells him what happened. They start kissing. She stops it because she's like, oh, my gosh. No, I can't. I can't. For multiple reasons. And then she goes home to Jillian and tells her. Or and Jillian says it's time to call the ants because the rose roses are taking over. The thorns are taking over. And um, now we get backstory on the ants and how uh, they were in love with these boys who were struck by lightning. And immediately I was like, oh, Gary. Mm-hmm. I think it was at least the grandpa. Yeah. Because, yeah, we never find out. Mm-hmm. They don't tell us. Mm-mm. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. Well. Because it wasn't Gary. It was Sonny and his friend who got electrocuted. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gary just was talking about it. And Gary's like his lightning strike was falling in love with Sally. Oh, okay. Got yeah. It. Okay. Yeah. So it probably was. I, I'm assuming. But we don't know. Yeah. And so then 
I, we knew it was a big deal in the book too when Jillian says it's time to call the ants because Jillian hates the ants. She's, mm-hmm. She said that she wasn't going to go with Sally to, uh, to the ants' house and like she hasn't been there in eighteen years and all this sort of stuff. And so Jillian's telling the ants about Jimmy and they're like, "Oh, you didn't kill him. That that amount of nightshade, no, that wouldn't kill him. Something else did, but you didn't. Don't know what. They never tell us what killed him. Nope." And so they all start making a potion to banish him. And Ben comes over and he's super impressive. And the ants are like, oh, don't Keep lose him around. Yeah, don't lose this one. And they brought the magic potion out over the garden. They spilled it in the garden and he's gone. <laughs> this, I, <laughs> I was having my Kindle read this part to me because I got to the last like 40 pages of the book and I just, I could not read anymore. I was like, oh my God, I need this book to be done. So I made my Kindle read it to me while I did laundry and I got to this part. And at first I was like, I had to have just missed something. And I almost made myself go back and listen to it. I was like, you know what? With how this book is written, you did not miss anything. That's just (laughs) how it's written. (laughs) I was so upset. I was like, you don't explain to me like why he's haunting them. Like, obviously I know they killed him, so he's haunting them, but why is he being like super weird and sketch? And like, why is he doing all this stuff? Like, how is this banishing him? Like, is there really not going to be a fight over this banishment? Like what? (laughs) So that's why in the movie, (laughs) after Sally and Gary's little breakup thing, Sally goes into the house and Jillian's there and she looks at Sally and she can tell that she's sad. So they go and give each other a hug. And then Jillian starts acting weird. And then she says something and you realize, oh, shoot, you're Jimmy. So she's possessed. And so at this point, Sally then like Sally kind of fights Jillian to get her off of her and knocks her out. And this is when the ants come back home. They're like, oh, good. Our timing is is impeccable. (laughs) Imagine that. (laughs) Yeah. Wonder what would have happened if we never left. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) You guys would have been more helpful. Anyways. So now they realize that they have to do an exorcism. Mm -hmm. And so they need to get basically a coven. And they're like, where are we going to get 12 people? So then Sally 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 pulls out her phone tree and calls everyone. And I did think it was hilarious because now she's just telling everyone, Yep, I'm a witch. Yep. And one of the one of the witches, one of the friends or friends, girl that she calls, calls some or because it's the phone tree, she's calling the next mom. And (laughs) she's like, Sally came out. I know. (laughs) That's so cute. (laughs) So then they get all of these random people to come and be in this circle to help exercise Jimmy. And now the town's excited about the Owens being a witch. Yeah. They're like, woohoo, Halloween, they're going to fly. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and then, oh, no, I wasn't there yet. <laughs> oh, sorry. We, we didn't get rid of Jimmy yet. Oh, you're right. Because <laughs> they make you think that Jillian's going to die for a split second. And she's like, I'm too weak. He wants me. This is pointless. You should just let me die. And uh, Sally's like, no, that's not okay. So then she decides to go and be in the circle with her sister and to do a blood packed thing. That they did at the start of the movie. <laughs> yeah. And that's what gets Jimmy out of her. And then sister they. Sister power. Yeah. And then 
they had a potion brewing while this was going. And then they went to Jimmy's where they had him buried and poured that on them. But in the book, they had Sally's daughters pour the potion onto him. Uh-huh. And then Sally's daughters just helped like set up for the exorcism and to get all the frogs out of the house that were in the house. Yeah. And then now, now everyone's excited that it's Halloween and they're there to watch the sisters fly off the house. And Gary knows that Sally is a witch and he's okay with it. And he loves her all the same. And that's the movie. Yes. So what were you going to say though? You said Kutsky. Well, I'm going to say it right here. Oh, because it'll be, it'll be the same. Okay. Fast forward to the book. Our happily ever after happens at Thanksgiving. We skip Halloween. Apparently (laughs) we're staying away from witches as much as we can in the book. Apparently. Yeah. And they're all at the aunt's house. Even Jillian and Ben are Mm because they got married Mm -hmm. and they get some mail from Gary and it says the case is closed and the police found a burnt body in the desert and it had Jimmy's ring on it, which. Oh, that does happen yes, in the movie, too, before the Halloween thing. Yes, that's what I was going to say. OK. <laughs> um, and the sisters decide to go find out what happened to that girl at the very start of the story who like couldn't talk ever again. Turns out she moved when her husband died. She moved to Florida and she's super happy now. And so, remarried. Yes. So it's like, oh, all she had to do was kill her husband and she would have been yeah. fine. <laughs> Should have did that sooner. <laughs> Obviously, she's not into true crime. I know. <laughs> so, but then all of a sudden Gary shows up and Sally's like, oh my gosh, the ants did this. They, they put magic mm-hmm. on him. And Jillian's like, oh my gosh, does it even matter? He's here. Go. And really, it was Jillian who called him saying, come on, get over here. Mm-hmm. And it was a, yeah more of the instant love yeah. crap yeah <laughs> rather than the work up in the movie yes work up and spell yes but yeah that's it whoa <laughs> you wooed i did i'm glad to be done with this one <laughs> so let's do some casting let's imdb cast 35 people for Good this movie job mm-hmm. start off sandra bullock as sally owens perfect yes i was i was trying to imagine because i knew sandra bullock and nicole kidman kind of like i knew heath ledger and jake jillenhall but i didn't know which was which and throughout the whole book i was trying to picture i flipped them around eventually i settled on sally and jillian yeah for correct because it described their hair color yeah um but neither one popped out as like that absolutely definitely But after watching it, it was like, they did a great job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yep. And so then Nicole Kidman was Jillian. Perfect. Yep. Stockard Channing. Stockard Channing. Yeah. Oh, she was Aunt Frances. I love her. Oh my gosh. She was so fun. Was she the old, the older one or the little mousier one? The older one. Okay. Yeah. She's, uh, she's in Greece. Oh Dor- yeah. The, not Dorsey, the, 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 the friend. The friend who's kind of not the friend. The friend of me. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I, I love her. I thought I recognized her. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh, I watched this with my mom and she didn't say anything. And <laughs> Grease is my mom's favorite movie. So what is going on? <laughs> you should go home and be like, Mom, did you recognize her? Yeah. I will. I'll tell her. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> so then Diane Weist, I think so, is Aunt Jet. I love it. I did. Here's a difference too, which I like that they did. In the book, they explained that Aunt Bridget, they call Aunt Jet. And so then the movie just calls her Aunt Jet. There's no Bridget or anything mentioned. Yeah. But yeah. But I love her. She's one of my favorite actresses she too. Was, she was fun. Yeah. And then 
Goran Viznich. Yeah. Plays Jimmy. He did good. Oh my he gosh. was creepy. He's creepy. Uh, have you ever seen, what is it? The show. It's called Timeless on Prime. <sighs> He's in it. He's oh. The, I don't even, I don't. It is so good. It's one of those shows, I for no reason, I still think about to this day. And I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> kind of want to go rewatch it. It's about like time traveling, but it's really cool time traveling where they are going because it's a historian. Mm-hmm. So they go back and do historic events. So like oh, cool. they went to... Um, like the the blimp exploding. What is that? Oh, the uh, oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. I'm gonna be pissed when you look it up. Yep, the Hindenburg. Ah, uh, I was <laughs> gonna say it starts with an H. Yes, I was gonna call it the Heisenberg, but that's freaking <laughs> Breaking Bad. Yes. Okay, so well, that was the first episode. That's why that yeah. one sticks with me. But it's like so good, and he is the bad guy in it. Okay. And so, and so he's the, excited to see him. He's the character that I always am like, oh my gosh. He's the one that makes me think of the show over and over again. <laughs> so when I saw he was in it, I was like, ah. <laughs> so I thought he did great. <laughs> uh, all right. Aiden Quinn. Gary. Love him. He did good. Yeah, I love him. He's in Benny and June. And if you haven't seen Benny and June, you need to. That's a good so movie. Good. Too. Mm-hmm. It's a cute movie. I love it so much. Evan Rachel Wood played Kylie. Really? I thought she played the mom. Not according to who played the mom. Caprice Benedetti. Oh no, no, no! <laughs> Their mom. Their mom. Whose mom? The girl's mom. The girl's mom was Sandra Bullock. <laughs> no, <laughs> Sally and Jillian's mom. Oh, I didn't put her in there. Oh, no. Oh, there we go. Wow. What's crazy is she looks exactly like Evan Rachel Woods. Oh, how funny. Because I was like, oh, that's who she plays. I love Evan Rachel Woods. I don't know who that is. Oh, she played Madonna in the weird Al Yankovic. Oh, you haven't seen that yet? Aduna. She's uh from Westworld. I haven't watched Westworld. Okay, I know who she is. Never mind. Don't worry. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she did great. Yeah. Little baby Kylie. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> Alexandra Artrip. She was cute. She was oh. a cutie. That was, she was she Antonia. Antonia. Mm-hmm. She was adorable. Yep. Mark Furstein. Yep. Steen. Michael. He really almost looks like Aiden Quinn, just a little bit younger. He did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw it and I was like, hold on. Maybe they did that on purpose. I think so. Mm-hmm. Uh, spot on. Good job, guys. Yep. <laughs> Caprice Benedetti. Daddy? You're the Italian one. Benedetti. Yes. There you go. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Maria Owens. She was the original witch. She did good. Yeah. Yeah, I liked her. And then Camila Bell is Sally at 11. I love her. She was cute. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's super famous now. But is she really? Yeah. Who? Camilla Bell. <laughs> <laughs> she was in a horror movie that we saw forever oh. and a day ago. She's in Dirty Dancing 3. She's in When a Stranger Calls. Oh. Mm-hmm. Forever and a day ago. Yeah. Like, forever and a day ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. 
And then Laura Ann Criswell played Jillian at age 10. Super cute. Yep. Super cute. Good job. Is the theme of the book and movie the same? Ooh. I don't think so. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't know. It has the overarching theme of witch. But also not. But the overarching theme no. of Jimmy oh, interesting. was the problem and we have to get rid of him. Yeah. That's the main overarching thing. But other than that. No. Uh-uh. Not at all. Yeah. Do the Funny. characters stay true? The ants? No. No, not at all. The ants were so much fun in the I love the movie. ants. Mm-hmm. Um, in the book, I kind of pictured them. I think it's because I had witch on my brain. Was uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch's ants. I love those ants, I know, too. Me those too. are great ants. Um, I, I agree. I think you're right. The ants definitely don't. Girls, the, the, the Sally's kids probably know. No, because <laughs> they're not age proper. The, I think Sally and Jillian are the same. Yeah, they stick pretty close to it, mm -hmm. and I think Gary does too. Yeah, for the and Jimmy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those four stay true. Okay, mm -hmm. okay. Which do you prefer? <laughs> Let's ask you first. Okay, so I like aspects of both of them. Okay, so I like in the movie the whole magic part that we don't get in the mm -hmm. book mm -hmm. and i like in the book i really like the whole beginning part where we learn a lot about the girls growing up mm -hmm. and then i like in the end how it ties together about finding the lady who lost her voice mm -hmm. and i like that the girls are teenagers mm -hmm. and they're more involved in the story mm -hmm. but i think overall i like the movie better because it's a great fucking movie <laughs> guys i prefer the movie too if you can figure that out <laughs> yeah i did so i i started to feel like that halfway through our comparison with you i was like oh i think she might be choosing movie <laughs> and i was so glad because i thought you're gonna hate the movie <laughs> no the movie was fun uh yeah i just i mean i think it's the same as it was for aragon with me where mm -hmm. i wish bits and pieces of the book mm -hmm. went into the movie Oh, I agree. But I like how the movie... I do think... I think if the book had more of, like, the story from the movie to flesh out the book mm -hmm. a little bit more with a little bit more detail, yeah, then it would have been great. Yeah. But like I said, it was just... It felt like one long run on sentence. <laughs> and there was no magic. And the love story was not a love story, which is what got me to love this movie. That's what drew me away from the book was yeah. there wasn't magic yeah and then the love story part was see boom, each other boom. in love mm -hmm. like there was no build-up mm -hmm. and the ones that were, there were build-up like kylie and gideon antonia and antonia and scott you didn't see you didn't see them yeah and it's like <sighs> yeah fine <laughs> so what was the point of the book and then so. you get to the end where everything's gonna tie together and it it's doesn't tie so, together it's like and it's so quick yeah it's like the whole rest of the book was dragged on and the end was like boop, boop, yeah, exactly it's like she got tired of writing is yeah. what i felt like yeah because as i'm listening and listening it's like my time is getting lower and it's like one hour left and i'm like but there's so much that hasn't been answered yet mm -hmm. and then it's like boop, 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 everything's nicely 
put together. Yes. I was like, oh. Yeah. Ants okay. came in and magic was taken care of. Yes. I was like, oh, cool. I also think, too, the movie, or the movie, the book took practical magic for its, like, what is it called? I know what you're trying to say. I can't think of the <laughs> word either. Fuck. Um, Shit. For its truth. Like, it was, like, practical. So there was no yeah. actual magic in it. Yeah, exactly. The magic was, like... If you believe that these herbs help you with this, they're going to sprinkle them and make it do that and all of this. Not like, let's make a spell. Yeah. So, yeah. I was like, mm, this is not a witch book. Are you glad you chose it for a birthday book? No. <laughs> I'm not. I'm really sad, guys. I think there were way better books that I could have chosen. Aww. I am glad because I do love this movie, so I was very happy to watch it. And so having the movie for my birthday month is fun. <laughs> there you go. But the book. Yes. No. Aww. This is my least favorite one that I chose this month. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I'm bummed. But like I said, I got to watch the movie. And yes. I haven't watched it in a really long time, and it made me realize I need to own this movie. I don't own it, and I wish I did. I know. You could have bought it yesterday. I know. I should have. But then I wouldn't have had the physical. Yes, and I like the people. Still do. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. That's it. So on Wednesday yeah. we have a mini sode your way. Heading out, yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, <gasps> Monday. I'm bringing Rob back, guys. Shocking. <laughs> Who wouldn't have guessed? <laughs> We're gonna chat about the Bad Mother's Handbook. I cannot wait for Allie to see Rob in this movie. This I know I haven't watched oh. it yet. It is one of my favorite Rob roles ever. He's a little cutie. Oh, good. He's a little cutie patootie. <laughs> he's, it's, uh, I think it's him around Cedric age. Yeah, he's a baby. Yeah. Yeah, he's young. All right, cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, you guys. He's a little nerd. <laughs> That's my favorite part. <laughs> he's so cute. He has some of my favorite lines, too. Really? <laughs> yeah. I'm excited because, guys, I actually had to read this book. Yeah. Listen to all about that next week. <laughs> all right, guys. All right, guys. So, with that, Practical Magic went, went off script. script. Is that how we end now, or do we say bye afterwards? Oh, duh. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>